and welcome back to Up The Villa podcast. Finally, we are back doing our bread and butter on the channel. Match previews, predicted lineups, the lot. You've got it all this week. So, I'm absolutely buzzing. I'm happy that everybody is on this screen with me as well. So, welcome. If you are new around here, subscribe to the channel. Drop the video a like. And the comment sections go off like a fan forum all the time. So it's great to see you all interacting with each other. Um, yesterday, we dropped a brand new concept. A concept where you guys at home can all get involved with. You can come on the show in our Up The Villa football phoning. Predominantly, it's going to be on a Monday and a Friday. Uh, but at the minute, because we've got a vast amount of games really close together... I'm going to try and just fit them in as and when. But generally, on a normal match week, there will be Mondays where we'll be reacting to the games and then Fridays where we'll be looking ahead at the weekend. So be sure to go and check that episode out. And here we go. Aston Villa back in action. It's That break's gone pretty, pretty quickly with the World Cup. I thoroughly enjoyed the World Cup, but... The main event starts, we've had, I'm going to call it a mini, mini pre-season of what we've just seen. We've had three games and Emery's been able to have a real look at the side. You know, before that, he had two games where he had to just get results, implement what he wanted to do quickly. But this period for me has been crucial for Emery, for him to have a look at the squad, how he wants to play, uh, the shape of the team who is in favour, who isn't in favour. Uh, so I think it's been great. And I think Villa are going to, I'd like to think we're going to improve massively and we're going to have a real good end to the season. So Hannah, how are you feeling then going into the next part of the season? I think after so long waiting for Aston Villa to be back, you have to be positive. We always talk about these little pre-seasons, the little breaks that, you know, we, we'd like to be positive and they never turn out that way. But I'm feeling like our luck is going to change this time around. And I think it can only have been a positive pause for this team. The fact that we'd only had a manager in post, what, three weeks, four weeks. So... He would have definitely used that time really wisely. We had most of the team around the camp, um, both in the warm weather games and back uh, in the UK. So I think that's really good as well. Um, obviously missing a few to injury and a couple on international duty, but for the most part, it would have, I think, been really productive. So it lays us in good stead because teams like Liverpool will have had, you know, quite a few num a number of internationals. Um, and we're coming into this game off the back of way back when, a, a decent run of form since Emery came in. It does feel like forever ago, although the World Cup seemed to fly by, it seems forever since we watched Villa play. So I'm feeling quite positive and I think it's just that it's always a bit of a, a nice one, isn't it? It's, it's Boxing Day, loads of people going down with their families. Everyone's going to be buzzing to be back at club football um, and buzzing to get behind the manager against what is, you know, a top top six side, which we tend to like to make a bit of noise against. So I think it should be a good one. 
Yeah, I'm buzzing for it. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. Can't wait to see Martinez whenever he makes his reappearance as a World Cup winner as well. So whenever that will be, that's really exciting. So, Ryan, got a new haircut. Must have a good uh, hairdresser. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> your haircut's looking good, mate. Right. Ryan, what do you expect from Villanelle? I expect us, and I'm quite confident that we will be organised, we'll be competitive, structured, um, composed. I think the shape that Emery um, started off with, what he implemented on his first three games, suits our squad to the ground. Um, I think he's very, very balanced. I think he... Um, it helps get the maximum out of players like um, Bailey. Um, and if you follow me on Twitter, I've just been waxing lyrical about the partnership between um, Dougie Louise and Bubakar Kamara. So I'm looking forward to that flourishing um, defensively as well. We've looked, we've looked sound um, up top. I know there's a lot of talk of that's where we need to improve, and and I feel the same. Um, I feel that we need to just get a bit of a killer instinct. But saying that, we did score seven goals in three in three games, the opening three games. So the firepower is there. We, um, we all need to chip in. I want to see more from the likes of Wendia and Bailey. I want to see them on the score sheet um, a lot more in this second half of the season, uh, offering that support to, to obviously Ollie Watkins and Danny Ings who. Them too. It's a big, it's a big half a season. Like it's a big half a season for a, a lot of the stalwarts of this of this squad. Um, you know, the likes of McGee and the likes of Conza and, and obviously Watkins in, in that in that category as well. Um, Watkins has there's so many pros to his game, isn't there? There's so much to love about him. His personality on the pitch. But the one con, the one con is so frustrating. It's you know, it's his finishing. It's Although United, that little dink finish showed showed signs of confidence, showed signs of him being coached better. Um, so it's a real big half of the season. Every Villa fan roots for him, but he's got to find that clinical edge, hasn't he? He's got to find that ruthless streak to his game. Um, whether or not he has got it, we're about to find out. We're about to find out because if he hasn't got it, then he might just have reached his peak as Aston Villa's... You know, number nine, um, I still feel that he could be part of the squad. Um, you know, you look at the position that Bailey plays and it suits Watkins down to the ground on it as well. Um, again, I think Bailey, um, he finished this um, break really well, didn't he, Bailey? Um, so I'm looking forward to him kicking on. But again, I, I feel like if he's not in the team, we're lacking a replacement for him, someone to, to offer that. And I think against United in the cup game, that, that showed um, the system that Emery's playing. It, it needs that attacking uh, attacking midfielder on, on that side of the pitch. So, um, looking forward to us being active. But um, going back to the original question, yeah, I'm, I'm expecting Emery. Everything that we're hoping from Emery, I'm expecting it this half. Um, you know, I'm not going to put too much pressure on, on the squad, but I think the way it's set now, we should be looking up, um, no longer looking over our shoulders and... You know me, you know me and foundations, and I've been banging on about it since. Was waiting for it. Was waiting for it. 
episode one. Oh, we're eight minutes in, and you've not even mentioned the foundation. <laughs> I'm episode one. I've been banging on about it, and it's been full storm <laughs> after full storm after full storm. So hopefully, this second half of the season, Emery lays the proper foundations for a good old push for Europe. So um, and um, yeah, looking forward to it. Can't get, can't wait to get back. Smash the turkey dinner, few turkey sandwiches, <laughs> get the presents out of the way, and then let's get back down Villa Park under the lights, full ice against Liverpool. Love it, you, love it, love you it. You forgot the uh, up the Villa podcast Christmas special in there though. Oh, true, that, that, true. That's got to be part of your day, mate. Oh, mate, it's it's a headline, headline that is, mate. <laughs> I tell you what, soon as that King speech is finished, I'm dropping an episode, mate. <laughs> perfect, perfect. so right Justin Ryan's told us what he expects I want a number I want a number from you where should I expect and where should Villa fans be expecting us to now finish positional wise well I've had a good look at the table today because I obviously know we was doing the preview realistically I think the the best we can finish is eighth, and I think realistically eighth, ninth, and tenth are the three positions I expect us to fill. One of those by the end of the season, yeah. I don't see us dropping off. We've had a poor start, you know. The manager's come in, and we can see what he's done straight away, just with the players he's got. That's without adding anything in January, which I don't necessarily think he's got to do. I think he will, but I don't think he's got to do that. I've always felt this squad is good enough to be top half, um, which is 8th, ninth, and 10th. I'm not sure they're good enough to get into Europe quite yet because I think you need those extra special players to get you up there. But I genuinely think we can have a good push at, you know, points-wise, well, it's such a it's such a concertina league, isn't it? You know, win on, on against Liverpool and we're a point behind them in sixth, which I know is... You know, you're not talking sixth or anything, but yeah, I think consistency is is the key to the end of the season. Picking up those points at home regularly, you know, notching three points regularly at home, and and improving our away form, which are the two big things he's got to do, isn't it? At the end of the season, you know, our away form isn't great. Uh, weirdly, Liverpool's is exactly as as bad as ours. So hopefully, they'll continue their travelling woes when they come to Villa Park. Um, but yeah, I think that. I think eight. I think yeah. eighth or ninth. If I had to stick my house on it, I'd say ninth at the moment. And I'd be absolutely chuffed with ninth. I think we said that roughly at the start of the season. So given the start of the season we actually had and the fact we've had to change the manager, which generally means something's gone wrong, if we can finish there still, it just proves that Emery's come in and steadied the ship and done a very good job. I think half season, now we've had this break, is still to play for. You know, I'm not going into this second half now thinking, oh, are we going to stay up? Oh, are we going to do this? For me, it's still there. We can achieve something. Now, whether that's top half finish or a bit better in ninth or eighth or whatever, but you mentioned a key word there, Justin, consistency. And Villa, for a very long time, have been a good result and then a stinking performance, and then a little bit of a bad run. Confidence is gone. We've never had this sort of win two, draw one, win another, draw one. It's all there's, there's for me. There's been far too many losses. 
You know, you look at last season, was it 17? This season yeah. so far, we've got seven. So seven losses so far. It's not good enough, is it? So I want to see us competitive in every single game. And, and that's the big thing for me. If we can be competitive, consistent, then we can have a really, really good end to the season. And, and, and I think Emery will do that because... From what I've seen in these game, the last games that we've played while the World Cup's been on, we look very difficult to score against. And if you can be difficult to score against and keep clean sheets, you, you'll get more positive results than you will negative ones. So I just think all to play for. And I think we're now going to see, like... And I don't want to use the moment of magic phrase and, and, and stuff like that, but I think we're going to see team performances week in, week out, rather than just a bit of brilliance here and then there's nothing else to it. I think there's going to be substance to us. So um, I think that's what I'm expecting and, and sort of what I want to see as well. So Hannah, in our current squad then, who do you feel's really got to impress and improve because for me I said it in the phone in episode yesterday there's a couple now where you're like I really like him like Buendia I, I like him he's busy he's a bit inconsistent we all like him we all rate him but I do now feel like it's time he delivered consistently. So do you agree or is there anyone that you sort of look at and want to see improving? I agree, yeah. And I think to an extent it might be a bit of a cop-out, but I, how this season's gone so far, bar a couple of performances, I think that applies to every single player in our, our starting eleven at the minute. Um, Buendia is the easy one because I think he's a fan favourite yeah. without having the numbers, which you don't have very often. And he's also a fan favourite that hasn't started a lot of games. And we kind of thought, oh, when he gets a bit of a run, we might see more from him. And I still don't think he's really had that solid run of games. And if he does, he's playing with different players, you know, around him. And you just don't have that stability and that consistency like we keep going back to. I really like Buendia when he plays with Danny Ings. I think we've seen that work quite a few times. But... Beyond Buendia, who, again, I'm very biased. I love Buendia. But um, I think there's loads. I think the obvi another obvious one is John McGinn. He scored a great goal during the international break. And, again, we've seen little snippets. But I would even go back to his foot or his ankle injury. When was that? Like nearly two years ago now. I'd go back to then since we last saw him at his best. And whether it is just he's never been able to pick up that physical fitness or that match sharpness again, I don't know, but we've never seen the best of him. And I think this second half of the season, like for many of these players, it's make or break for whether Emery is going to keep them in as part of the long-term plan at Villa. Just like I'd say most of the back line as well, Conza and Ming's partnership, I think that will be under the same scrutiny because Emery is not going to stand for it, I don't think, if we're sloppy at the back Watkins we've touched on I think Ryan made some good points about you know some of those key players that have, have really got a, 
Seppel Watkins is one of them. Again, we always talk about how much we love these players. There's a lot of sentimentality around a group of these. Some of them because we got them under Dino and it was sort of the start of this resurgence of Villa in the Premier League. Some of them because we've had them since the Championship. Some of them because we just think they're nice blokes. There is a lot of that sentiment around them. So it's going to be quite difficult as we do evolve that some of them are inevitably going to have to leave the side and we will have to improve. But we do hope at this point now, we're nearing the turn of the year, that some of them are sort of reignited with that flame. They've had special time with this new manager, special manager, having different types of games. You know, we've played different teams in different conditions. They've really been handed the best hand possible to go into the next six months, say, in the best stead possible. So... I think I'd say the whole team now is up for pickings. And I think come the summer, if they're not performing, whoever it is, it's going to, I could see it being quite cutthroat in terms of lots of changes, which is something we've not really seen in a long time. I agree. I totally agree. And I think we've said it on this pod before. And, and I think Perslow's mentioned it in the past that these group of players now, I've got to deliver. They've got to stop with the excuses. You know, they've got the one of the best owners in the league, one of the best stadiums, one of the best fan bases on a match day. They've got the best training facilities. We're bringing, consistently bringing new players. The only thing lacking, and the only thing lacking recently, is what happens on the pitch. And I think, you, I think you're deadly right now. Sentiment, out the window, if this period now, under Unai Emery, one of the best managers in European and world football, who's got a track record of winning big European trophies, has won domestic trophies, has won cup competitions, we are in the best possible state we have been in for absolute years. We're, we're in the hands of fantastic owners and a brilliant coach and a brilliant manager. And if they can't deliver now, then I'm sorry, in the summer, like you say, it's got to be cutthroat and we've got to just say, I'm sorry, this isn't good enough. So they've all got now a fresh opportunity to have started again. No excuses for me. Not one single excuse. So I think I think, I think we've got to I think th- like that, to be honest. I think the difference is, is the manager, and that's an obvious thing to say. But we have now, for the first time I can remember, got a manager that knows exactly what it takes to win trophies, the biggest trophies in Europe. So he knows, he can look, he can assess that squad from a totally different perspective to, you know, with all due respect to, to, to Dean Smith, you know, he, he was never, he's never managed a team to win huge trophies. So he didn't really know what it would take to win those trophies. Gerard's played in teams that's won trophies, but he's he's so naive and young in his managerial career. I think he struggled massively to 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 get to grips with with Villa and and how you know big the Premier League is. You know, looking at it from a manager's point of view, not a player's point of view. I think Emery's eyes on that squad now are very focused. They're laser focused, aren't they? On exactly what we've got, exactly what he inherited, and exactly what he needs, in his opinion. 
and that's the only opinion that matters at the football club now, to get us to where we want to go. The owners will have told him, this is where we want to be. They'll have told him that the finances are available for you. All we need off you is to tell us what you need to turn this squad of players into a team that can finish realistically, competitively in European places and have a good go at winning cup competitions. I mean, the league's a different kettle of fish. That's years and years off and hundreds and hundreds of millions of pounds away. But there's no reason why we can't be competitive in the top six into Europe and be competitive for trophies season in, season out. It's just going to take concentration and it's going to take the manager to really focus on the players he needs to turn this club into a real force. Yeah, I think I think you hit on the head there, Luke, when you said opportunity. Now, I'm thinking a handful of players and maybe not even that would get this, an opportunity again like this. The, the, you know, your Martinez's, um, your Bailey's, they might step it up to a, a bigger club maybe and get that opportunity again. But a lot of these players now that we're talking about are not going to have this infrastructure to to progress as a player. So they've really, they've really got to take this opportunity now. And, you know, you, 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 you need to expect the minimum the minimum from every player, a seven out of 10. And then you have your eights and your nines that will go and be that point of difference and, and win us the game. But um, yeah, it's a big, it's a big half a season for some of these players. And not, and not Hannah said, some of them, we're just going to have to cut ties. That love affair we've got with them, it'll be over and we move on and we'll find somebody else to love. We will, we really will. Because I think the next calibre of players we're bringing in are going to be Upgrades on what we, what we've got, aren't they? It's not going to be squad players helping the squad out, loan signings here and there. These are going to be top top pros that are going to take it up to the next level every single time. Definitely right. Let's move on to Liverpool then, who are currently sitting in sixth place on twenty two points. Aston Villa are in twelfth on eighteen. We are four points behind Liverpool. Beat them on Boxing Day. We go a point behind them. Easy. Easy. This is where we have grim reading. So we've played 54 times in the Premier League era. We've won 13, lost 31, drew 10. We've won seven at home and we've lost 16 at home. Our last five fixtures versus Liverpool have gave us one win. And that's still on there, still in recent times. 7-2 victory at Villa Park. Uh, Recent form is currently in the last... Six games, we've both won three games out of six. So, uh, yeah, so here we go, Liverpool then. Now, I've said on uh, the football phone episode that we did that you've sort of got to forget what's happened before now. And this is basically a new, new season. But what I would say about Liverpool is that I feel like they're still under pressure. And why I'd say that is they're currently in sixth place. They're seven points off fourth. Now, a couple more bad results and they're cut cut aside from the top four, which for them would be, you know, terrible to see them not competing competing in the the top four in, in the Champions League. So I'd say there's a bit of pressure on Liverpool. And I think if we can... Be at Villa Park on Boxing Day, atmosphere bang at it, with a plan, really try and take the game to them. 
I think we could get something out of this because I do feel like there's going to be a couple of sides that come back and they have a bit of a stinker to start with. And I just don't live at one of them. <laughs> um, so, Hannah, how are you feeling? I think, like you say, it's really difficult to sit here like we normally would um, when we film these previews and be like, wow, last week they had a shocker, the week before they weren't great. We don't have that, so it's, it is that clean slate. But if we're looking at how they've been this season, the league position, some of the player performances, I think it's not a bad time to play them. I think it is a fresh start. How do you judge, really? But we have the benefit of being at home, and I think that is going to be massive. Like, like I mentioned earlier, it is a feel-good game. And the fact it's the first game back, it's Boxing Day, it's going to be an occasion, isn't it? And I just really fancy us to really get behind the team. And that will play a big role, I think. I trust that Emery has been watching a lot of videos, as he does, and has been you know, really closely watching players during this little break that we've had to see you know, who looks like they're at the top of their game at the moment. So we're going into this with tons of like player data, training I just like like we keep saying they've got the tools now so it's about the occasion on what will it be Monday on Monday night um it's gonna be dark it's I just have this feeling it's just got that nice vibe around it and I and I think we're gonna see a lot of these players really up for it because they a lot of them won't have played you know a real competitive game now for over a month if I'm right Genuinely can't remember the last time Villa played. So they're, they're going to want it as well. Like At the end of the day, these are professional athletes who should and do love the game and love playing football. There's a lot of players that will have absolutely hated the fact that they've not been able to play at a competitive level for so long. So going back to this game, I think that the players will be up for it. The manager's got a point to prove. He's like, yeah, I'm still here. We've had a break, but I'm still here and I'm and I'm here to, you know, prove a point. So I'm expecting a, a performance. But like I say, these words tend to come back and uh, haunt us. So I hope it's not one of those. But I'm, I'm feeling pretty confident. I'm not asking Justin, because Justin is always confident. So Ryan, I mean, we'll be in the autumn. We'll, we'll, have, a, we'll have a couple of beers together. So um, what, what's your vibe? Are you... Do you think we can do something or not? Yes, we'll be bouncing off each other in that concourse, jigging each other on. <laughs> it's, no matter how much we're nervous about the game, we always seem to have a beer. And by the time we part, and you know, <laughs> by the time we part to go to our seats, we're absolutely convinced we're going to win four nil. So right, um, we, yeah. everyone, everyone we chat to, we, we, we just convince them, and uh, we, we do. Yeah, yeah, we do. That that area by K six, K seven, <laughs> absolutely buzzing before the game. Um, but yeah, but personally. I'm looking at the break as a positive for us. Um, we, we have been slow starters after these type of breaks. After international breaks, we always think, oh, we're going to come back flying. Um, the last couple of seasons, we've had full starts on the opening day of the season. It does feel like the opener again, doesn't it? But this one just feels a bit different. Obviously, we've got Emery in, so he's had a chance. We've pretty much the majority of our squad, barring Martinez, Cash, yeah, you know, the the rest of the starting 11, 12, 13 players, you know, he's had them there. He's had them there full time. 
uh, getting his ideas across, getting to know them personally. They've been out on tour. So that's a good feel for a camp. Um, it's all one-on-one. You're in a good community there. So I really do feel like it, would, it, it really will benefit us. And the likes of, say, Liverpool and the Uniteds and your Arsenals and everyone that's had players go out to the World Cup, put a lot of effort into that World Cup. There's been some big performances there. Hasn't there? It's it's how the players return after that. Um, obviously, on the pitch, the World Cup was a huge success, wasn't it? Um, the players looked fit. It's the middle of the season. We've had great football on there. But... And you come back to the end of the season, I just feel like for some of these players, because it's a big emotional tournament, isn't it? The World Cup, it's just what effect now will it have on these players? Um, for us personally, I think Cash has had a very good World Cup, great experience for him. Obviously, he bagged Messi's shirt as well, isn't he? I wonder how much that's worth now. Now he's gone and lifted he got the World Cup. as well, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he did. He did the next game. The next game. So he's had a, he's had a right cheeky one. And he's then Martinez. Run and Martinez, he's, he's going to be on cloud now. And I, we got it. I think we might have to go and get him back from Argentina because the celebrations. It's, I've seen him on the bus and his top off and he's meddling his mouth. We might have to go back and get him, and we probably won't see him until the next World Cup. Um, so they're going to be buzzing. So I, I think the whole squad, a squad as a whole, it, it's, it's been a real good break for us, and, and I feel like we can be one of those to pick it up straight away and then roll with that momentum. You know, you look at the likes of Newcastle and stuff like that, who had that momentum, and now that's been broken. So hopefully, now we can we can we can get off to a good start. And what what better start than Liverpool at home under the lights, Boxing Day? They've got a stinky away record. Most of their squad hasn't been with them. So we've got to see this new ruthless clinical Villa, and, and you know, Liverpool for me are there for the taking, really. Um, with with the, like I say, with their away form, with with the lack of players that they've had. They should be unsettled, and we've got we're we're organised, and we've we've just got to go straight straight for the juggler, harness all that atmosphere that's going to be built in that ground, all that energy, and from the off, juggler, juggler, come on! Right then, score predictions, Justin. Come on then, what are you saying? Oh, I'm pretty confident. I, I really <laughs> am. I mean, they're, they're 15 points off the pace, isn't they? So. They're coming to Villa Park. And if there's one game, if there's one day in the year, the calendar year, you want a big team at home, it's Boxing Day. Because you are guaranteed a sellout. You are guaranteed everybody's in a great mood. And if they can get off to a good start in the first 10, 15 minutes, that place will be absolutely rocking. So I'm predicting we're coming back with a bang. 3-1 Villa. Yeah, I had three one in my head as well. So, yeah, I think I'm going to go three one. Anything can happen on Boxing Day, can't it? You just, you it's just, just don't a fantastic run. atmosphere, just isn't it? It's, everybody's rocking up to the ground. They've had a great Christmas. Hopefully, everyone's had a lovely time. Everyone's got a few drinks inside them. Everyone's happy to see each other again. And and the fact that we've had to wait a prolonged period of time to get back to Villa Park. I think we'll realise what we've missed. I mean, we went last week for the friendly and it just wasn't the same. There was only 13,000 there. It was bitterly cold. So hopefully on Monday it'll be totally different and it, it'll be absolutely buzzing. Absolutely buzzing. Yeah, definitely. Hannah? Do you know what? Filming this, I've got a bit giddy. I'm all excited <laughs> thinking about it now. I've been thinking, oh yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But when you start really thinking about it and talking about it, it does, it really gets you buzzing. So uh, on that note, I am... Um, 
I'm going to go for a 2 0. I fancy a clean sheet. I, I really do. I just think right. we. I just think that we're going to be organised and I think we can get some goals. So, 2-0 for me. Love it. Ryan? Um, I am going for a Boxing Day knockout. 2-1. 2-1 to the Villa. Let's go 2-1. Clean sweep. Absolutely love it. And you know, in prime up the Villa, we can get anyone up for a game, can't we? <laughs> we, we, we could get anyone up for a game. So, uh, yeah. So, everyone, cheers for watching. Yeah. Go back and watch the football phone in. Uh, we'll have predicted lineup coming out as well. Fan cams after the game will be back. Um, so loads of content coming. Cheers for watching. Up the villa. Up the Up villa. The villa.